What is up, guys? It's Nate back again with another podcast. And uh, one thing I'd like to comment on before I even start the podcast, really, is sorry if I pick up a little bit more background noise today. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but in my last podcast, there was a little bit of an echo because I was using my AirPods, so it wouldn't pick up background noise. So today I'm just going to try going straight with my phone. So sorry to pick up background noise, but I'm going to try to see if there's an echo again. But today's podcast is going to be about soccer and especially the Champions League final and semifinals that I'm going to comment on. So let's dive right into the podcast. So first, I'm going to start with the semifinals. Um, the first semifinal, the PSG versus Leipzig. So... Good game. I'd say this one was pretty dominated by PSG. Um, Leipzig had a few decent chances. Uh, one from there's. I remember there's one a couple from Angelino, uh, former City player, I believe. Uh, but really, without Warner, it, it's really hard for Leipzig to create chances. He was a, he's an amazing player. He'll have a great season at Chelsea. Back on track now. Uh, yeah. Um. So, in the beginning of the game, the first goal was pretty early in the game. I think it was like the 13th minute, around the 15th minute, somewhere around there. Um, uh, they got a free kick, I'm pretty sure. Neymar drew the foul, of course. <laughs> Actually, I think people kind of hate on Neymar, Neymar a lot. But I feel like a diving is kind is becoming part of the game also. Like... And a lot of times he's not diving. He does get fouled a lot. But one thing that is very obvious is whenever he gets fouled, he does go to the ground. And, like, roll over and be like, ah! But, so the first goal, 13 minutes, Amar got fouled, which I, that one was actually a foul, if I remember correctly. Um, uh, Di Maria, who had an amazing game, man of the match, a uh, great player. Um, had a great cross in... And Bird and wait, what the heck? I don't think that's right. Oh, never mind. Uh, yeah, no, it was still crossed by Di Maria. I was looking at the wrong side. And uh, Marquinhos, uh, who actually scored a goal last game too, the game before that, in the quarterfinals to send PSG through, center back. Uh, good header, not great marking by Leipzig. Um, yeah. Uh, good finish, though. Uh, that put them up. And then, a little bit later in the game, I don't know exactly what minute. Um, I will check right now, actually. What minute? I was pretty sure about the first one. I'm gonna... Let's see. What minute was this in? Uh, yeah. I was right. The first one was in the 13th minute. And then later in the game... Uh, the 40-second minute before halftime. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember this one. Uh, uh, the the keeper gave us the ball away. The keeper had uh, given the ball away. Uh, Gulashi. I, I think he's a very good keeper. Had a very good game, actually. Uh, a risky pass. Neymar. And Neymar got, it, got the pass right into Di Maria. And uh, that makes it 2-0. Or 2-0. And, yeah, PSG had definitely dominated the first half. 
not a not a ton of chances by Leipzig. And their defense did not look amazing. I think Gulashi, uh, Gulashi, their goalkeeper. I really like him though. He seems like he's a very good keeper. A lot of the goals are on almost all the goals. He did have the pass away, but his actual goalkeeping skills, I thought he was had, had a great display. As, uh, the last goal he might be could have saved, but and then uh, the last goal was. It was, I remember, th- th- both teams kind of stopped playing. It looked like neither team was playing. And uh, Di Maria had another cross. Um, uh, and Bernat, I, I, being honest, I don't really know who this guy is, uh, headed it in. And uh, Gulashi, maybe could have saved this one, uh, could not keep the ball over. Neymar trying to take the goal. Uh, was, it doesn't matter. It was already, it doesn't really matter who scores. And, yeah, that was it for the goals. Di Maria, man of the match. But I'll, I'll comment on a few different players. Um, one, I think PSG's attack, it's it's very dangerous. And, like, I, the Neymar, a fantastic chance creator, fast, can draw fouls, which I'm, I think it's starting to become part of the game. I, I don't love it, but I don't think it's, like, and also, a lot of the time, he doesn't actually dive. I feel like he just kind of exaggerates, if you know what I mean. But I think Neymar is an incredible player. You know, I think he was better in Barcelona. I, I, I don't know. But actually, I, I think he's better in Barcelona. But a great chance creator, you know, cross the ball, pass the ball. Great skills, fast, draw fouls. You know, Mbappe, just the raw pace. He's still coming back from injury, but just the raw pace of Mbappe. A great striker, great winger, can play anywhere up front. And then Di Maria, who is just... He's just an all-around great player. He's not... He's also not... He's not like the other two. He doesn't have that incredible skills or fast. He's just... <coughs> very good passer, very good playmaker like Neymar. Um, good set-piece taker. He can score free kicks. He can pass off them. Corners, crosses. Great, you know, another great player. And, yeah, they, their attack just... This game, I'm trying to have a hard, little, bit, little bit of a hard time remembering this game because it was a little while ago and I just created my podcast. But what I do remember is Leipzig had a few decent chances. But, um... Yeah, but, uh... It really, the game was dominated by a, a much better PSG side. Um, just, like, chance after chance for them. A lot of chances. It could have been, that I know Mbappe had some chances that he could have taken. That, this game very well could have been 4 or 5 now. Um, I think, I actually don't think Leipzig's defense, I, I like the, like, um, uh, I think his name is, um, um, I, I'm not gonna try to pronounce his name. Actually, wait. Let me. Uh, and Cuckoo's a uh, great player. Mkampo. I, I I don't know how to pronounce his. They have a French center back. I think his name's like Mkampo. Sorry if I'm really butchering his name. If you have any fans of him out there. But I remember. Uh, I think it was the. Was it the Atleti game? He was incredible. Mkampo. I'm just gonna say. I'm just gonna call him the French center back for now. Actually. I don't know. I'm just. I, I really don't want to butcher his name, but I also don't want to call him the French center back. So I'm just gonna call him Mpumpo. Oh, uh, just look at just look up uh, Leipzig's team. 
sorry, I know this is a little bit embarrassing for me right now, but if you just look up Leipzig's team, um, yeah, uh, what's his name? It's, I, I believe, his name is, his first name is Dayot, and it's like, Umpen Consano, I, I, I don't know, I, I, I really don't know, oh god, I am. I'm sorry, again, I'm sorry if there's anyone uh, who was a fan of him out there, but uh, so that was also just like, I spent way too long butchering his name, but uh, he's a great defender, uh, I thought, especially in the athletic game, I think he was like 100% tackles, 92% passes, you know, and Cuckoo, uh, young French center back, uh, great, and then uh, Denny Almo up there, up front, uh, great also a great player and yeah that, that game wasn't super and then uh so psg the first team in the champions league final and i'll move on to the next game by the way i know i already said this but i really apologize if there's any fans of open campo or um uh, leipzig fans i really uh i don't know his name being honest uh, just look, look up Leipzig's team, and there's, uh, Dayot Opencampo, I, I don't know, look it up, if you want to see what his real name is, <laughs> you can tell me, I probably should look that up before the game, but, uh, moving on, uh, so overall, summary of that game, PSG dominates Leipzig, and their defense could not handle the great attack of PSG. Moving on to the Bayern game, it was Bayern versus Lyon. Now, this game was very weighted for Bayern and very heavily favored in Bayern because the slaughtering of Messi's Barcelona last uh, last week, or like two weeks ago now, 8-2, you know, ridiculous. Everyone had Bayern there, but we're not talking about the Barcelona game today. So, the first goal um, from um, Serge Gnabry, great player, I'm pronouncing his name right, I think. <laughs> um, got a pass from Kimmich in the middle. Dribbled past four people. And a weak foot, left foot shot. Powerful laces. Top bins. What a finish. You know, I think Gnabry... I mean, he, he's not super young. Um, he's, uh, but he, he's still got room to grow. I think he could be. One day he could be up there. One of the best players in the world. Uh, because, um, he's only 25, you know, his prime could still be up to come, this could be his prime, you don't know, but fantastic player, great goal scorer, can pass the ball well. Um, then the next goal was, uh, like, uh, Lewandowski got a cross in by Perisic, we'll talk about in a minute, and kind of fumbled the chance, which we don't see often from world-class striker of Lewandowski. And Nabry, I could have finished that one. It was right there for him. Taps it in. 2-0. And one thing I wanted to comment on uh, Perisic is I, th- I think he's an amazing player and underrated in, in that. Because uh, he wasn't, nobody else thought he was going to start. Maybe Kingsley Coleman. Of all of Byron's winger options, maybe Coutinho can play the central attacking midfield. He can also play the winger role. But he's been a consistent starter for... Um, Bayern, and can uh, is a really can cross the ball. Last game against Bayern had a goal, and he might have had an assist. I don't know. Get, couldn't really count the goals last game, but 
I think he's a great player. You know, he really fits well into Byron's system. Like, uh, to fit in, to cross the ball, maybe to a Pacey, Serge Gnabry, or a target man, Robert Lewandowski. And, yeah, I think he fits well. I think he's a great player, underrated player in that. Um, and then the last goal was Kimmich got a free kick. I don't know who drew the foul. Um, header from Lewandowski right over his man. And... You know, Robert Lewandowski is just, he got, I think he, he, as everyone probably kind of thinks who follows soccer, Robert Lewandowski was probably the Ballon d'Or favorite this year. Yeah, but uh, sadly it got canceled because, uh, with with COVID and all that. But, you know, I think the best striker in the world, I don't know who's really his competition right now. You know, you could, you could say Mbappe, you could say Suarez, who's hurt the whole year, Holland even, but... I think he's the best number nine in the world, and the best nine in the world, and he just, he's hes clinical in front of that, and something that I, I think people overlook for Lewandowski is his passing ability, and, and kind of turning his back to the to goal, turning, and uh, passing back, and playing through balls, and just that he can drop in, too, and when headers, and just a oh, great player. I also really like uh, Thomas Muller, uh, uh, clinical finisher, uh, fantastic playmaker, passer, can dribble, oh, another great player. Who else on that team? Goretzka has been playing really well through balls, all that. Uh, even Coutinho has been playing well on, as a substitute late game in the past few games. And, of course... You have to comment on Bayern's defense as well, because they've held they held Barcelona's incredible attack to two goals. One of them being an own goal by David Alaba. And you know, I think first player I'm going to comment on in their defense is Alfonso Davies. Eighteen or nine? I think he's nineteen years old. Some people say he's the best left back in the world already. Like that—that's crazy. If if he still's got room to grow, and I think he does. He's he's definitely pacey. He can get he can get upfield. You know, play a through ball. You know, we saw that amazing assist last game. Uh, the Kimmich against Barcelona. But um, I think he's a very good player. And the one thing I know, sometimes he gets back on defense, like um with uh. He can definitely like hustle back when he gets beat on defense, but if he plays a pacey striker in Mbappe today, which the game was actually like in an hour and a half, and he gets beat there, Mbappe might be faster than him. So I think he really he, he he's a great player, great defender even. He can when he loses the ball or gets beat, he books back, which is a great uh, quality having defender. He all, and most of the time wins it back, but if he's playing Mbappe and he gets beat, or playing a Neymar. Or even yeah, like an Mbappe or a Neymar. I don't know if he can if he can outpace him that much. So I think he definitely has room to grow there. But none none to the lot none less none to the oh my god I can't talk. Nevertheless, amazing player. I think one day will be best left back. Maybe even best defender could go there in the world. Um, and then I uh and then. You know the 
a center-back partnership of David Alaba and Jerome Boateng. Boateng? You know, uh, Boateng, uh, getting a little bit older. Um, same with Al- Al- Alaba. Actually, he's a little bit younger, but I think they are still great defenders. You know, a lot of people overlook Boateng because of that one mistake he made in 2015. I will admit sometimes he, he does bite a lot, and like with the Suarez goal last week. But I think overall, that centre-back partnership was is an amazing, amazing duo. Um, what else should I... Oh, I'll come... Um, I have one more thing that I want to talk about, and then I will comment on Leon. Um... Oh, I did not... I didn't see that. Uh, um, uh, Byron played a new player in... Oh, Tiago. No, not a new player. I just, uh, when he go into lineups, they don't have, they just have, they don't have, he goes by Tiago recently, and, and then, um, Tiago, well, one of the players I haven't commented on, um, uh, played, I thought, I, I like him, uh, there are rumors that he might go to Barcelona, or something, which, uh, Bayern has so much depth in their team, you know, on their, like, their bench consists of Kingsley Coleman, Philip Coutinho, and then they brought on uh, like Pavar, who is a great player. And then Manuel Neuer, getting old, but he's still one of the best keepers in the world, if not the best keeper. Actually, probably not the best keeper, but one of the better keepers. And now I'll comment a little bit on uh, Lyon. So I really liked Lyon in, the, in this tournament. I, I knew who they were before. But really, they weren't really known for, like, they were known for bringing players up, like they, Lacazette, Benzema, Ruffier. I think, actually, I don't know if they had Ruffier. I don't know where that came from. But, like, it, you get the point. Like, they bring up a lot of younger players and players that are great. Benzema, like I already commented. Lacazette. Who else? You know, I'm sure I'm missing some players. But I, I think... I thought they played pretty well this game. Like, not not their defense could have definitely been better. But, and they also played three at the back formation and five in the midfield. But, you know, I don't know how many teams can handle. Like, you saw, we just saw Barcelona give up eight goals to them. And I don't know how many teams can defend a, uh, a striking uh, uh, attack of Robert Lewandowski, Perisic, Thomas Muller, and Serge Gnabry. And then pacey fullbacks like Alfonso Davies and Joshua Kimmich, who's not super pacey, but can definitely get there up and attack because he can also play in the midfield role. But I don't know how many... I thought they played pretty well this game. Like, I, I know it might even seem like they got dominated, but overall, they played very well, I, I thought, over the, the tournament, and, you know, upsetting Man City with the counterattacks and um, Dembele, you know, grabbed two goals... Uh, who didn't even, who uh, came on as a, I don't know if he came on as a substitute last game, but came on as a substitute this game. And, you know, they played really well last week, or two weeks ago, and played, I thought they played pretty well against Bayern, too. I, I really think they they could have a, a bit of bright future. And, I being honest, I don't really know much of the, many of these players. And I know Memphis Depay, uh, a little bit older player. Actually, no, he's not. I-, I thought he was older. He's only 26. Uh, like, a uh, great future for Lyon, I think. I know they-, they won't be in the Champions League next season as they finish 7th in the French League, which I think is crazy. If I saw them, I would have finished. They finished top 4. But, 
you know, I think that's a bright future for them. I really do. I and I maybe I could look a little bit more into them. And now let's get on to the matchup of Bayern versus PSG. So by the time this podcast comes out, uh I'm guessing that the PSA and Bayern game has probably already happened. So, I'm not going to talk a ton about this game. I'm just going to say, like, a, a quick thing about this game. Just, like, a quick prediction. So, I really like Bayern. I think their attack, they can definitely hold uh, PSG down. And I really like the matchup. So, I'm going to predict 3-1 Bayern. I will have... I have... Lewandowski scoring. I have. I have Lewandowski scoring. I will have. Hmm. I I I'm gonna have Lewandowski scoring, and then I'll have. Uh, I don't really know who. I think Lewandowski. I don't. I don't know who's gonna score. But I know. I definitely. I think Bayern's gonna win three-one. My prediction. But. I could definitely, I don't see this game being totally uncontested. I could definitely see this game going, you know, 2-1 PSG or going into extra time or even going into penalties because these are two great teams and excited for the game today. All right, that's going to do it for my podcast today. I hope you had fun uh, watching the Champions League final because I'm assuming by the time this is, uh, this is coming, I, the Champions League final would have already happened. And, yeah, I'm going to try to make a podcast every day. And, yeah, I'll see you guys. Peace.